This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's episode. So there's a pretty standard uh, thing that we do in the military. I was a paratrooper in the Army. Um, And one thing that you'll always hear from whoever's leading the paratroopers out the door, as they're getting ready to go, they say, follow me. And then everyone responds, lead the way. And it's always the leaders that are the first out the door. The jump master, the whoever's in charge of the element that's parachuting, the person in charge jumps first. Because leadership is not about just mandating things, and it's not about telling other people what to do. It's about inspiring others to follow you. And we've talked about several things this week that require implementation, require your team to be actively doing something for you. But it's not as easy as just mandating it. Yeah, I mean, you can do that, so it's not to say that you can't just mandate it. You absolutely can. Is that really the most effective way of doing anything. No, it's it's about getting team buy-in, getting uh, providing them some impetus, some motivation to follow you, to start doing a new process. And it's inevitable. Like companies are organic. They're living and breathing. And so companies are always changing. We're always having to change things to how we're managing, to how we're doing projects, to how we're reporting, to how we're doing all the things. I mean, it's ne- it's inevitable. And you'll need to be implementing new things along the way to provide organization and communication flow to the company, to simplify processes, to encourage more collaboration, uh, to tackle big projects together. It all requires change. It all requires implementation. And it all requires the team being on board. So, These changes are inevitable, but what's not a given is how you'll implement any new changes or any additions to what your teammates are already doing. Here's the main thing to remember. They don't really care if you're implementing something just because it's easier for you. Your team, yes, you've you've gotten some buy-in from them. You've gotten, you've built up enough trust in you and allegiance to you that they're sticking around and they're doing what they're asked, but it can't be about you. If you're implementing changes to what they're doing, you have to make sure that the changes are at least communicated to make sure that the change is being done for their benefit, for their own, um, for their own work, for their own Uh, increase in what they're able to do. And it can't just be about, well, we're going to implement this because it's going to make us so much more productive as a team, right? That really doesn't work. Uh, Believe me, I've tried. Um, But if you can show how it's going to make them productive, how it's going to increase their job satisfaction, their, their happiness in the role, and you can implement almost anything, people will follow you and will start doing new things if you show them the benefit that it is going to end up giving their lives. Uh, So where I like to always start with is uh, give them the high-level strategic vision. Let them in to the fact that 
if you're working with an organization, like if you if you signed on into my coaching program and I was walking through the step-by-step nature of implementing the smooth operation system into your company, uh, which you can find out more information, uh, shameless plug time, uh, you can find out more information about that at adamliet.com. If you're, imp- if you're working with a company like mine and we're helping you to make these incremental changes to your company so that things operate much easier, much more s- smoothly, be open and upfront about the fact that you're working with an expert. You're working with someone that's going to help make the company run smoother, help make their job easier, help, uh, insp- you know, all these little things can really help inspire them and let them see the bigger vision. People do, especially for so many of our companies, which are based on passions, based on things that we know our team members, they're, I mean, they're employees, yes, but if you've been doing things, and we should probably explore this in another episode about getting true believers onto your team, I'm going to make a note of that right as I'm done recording, is how to turn your team members into true believers in the cause. When you have true believers in your cause, giving them the big picture objective about how much better this is going to enable the company to move forward. Like a lot of time that's, that's enough for the team to crawl over rocks to, you know, make changes to what they're doing. If they understand the big vision, it always comes down to the why. And we see that a lot, even with education. I mean, you can tell someone, Hey, do this thing. If they don't know the why they're doing it, what, do you think your completion rate is going to be on that particular segment of a course? It's not going to happen. It has to start with a why. You know, I was talking to, uh, well, I was listening to uh, Russell Brunson. Um, he was talking about how he was trying to teach some students this concept and like no one gave a crap during his presentation. And Russell got so angry and this was several years ago where he just said, do you guys have any idea what I'm trying to teach you? Do you know how much pain I had to go through to figure this out for myself and to figure out how this could work? And if you implement this, the crap you're going to avoid and the the insane growth that you're going to have. Let me tell you the story of how I came up with this. And by prefacing it with a story, he was able to get people to sit up in their seats, pay attention and be part of that and then ultimately care about what he was trying to teach them because the why was suddenly apparent to them. The students, even though they had paid to be in that room, weren't really paying attention as we would expect because they didn't understand why this was so important. Um, So this is something that I shared on the podcast. If you remember last week, last Monday, um, I forget the episode number off the top of my head, but it's called this could or this just might save your life and it's really about how I came to implementing and creating these processes that have helped our company grow from you know middle six figures to middle seven figures we're able to grow because of these systems so if you paint that vision inside of your team members head about what the company will be uh, what will be possible for the company and what their role in that growth will be and how they'll be able to impact more people help more people and it's going to make their job easier and life easier man I mean there you go you're starting with the why you're making some tangible benefits that your team members are going to experience as a result of implementing some of these new new workflows new things in the company 
So that's one way of getting buy-in. The other thing is really let them be an active part of either creating or refining the process. Uh, so when we were working on refining our content creation process for our paid courses, I let the whole team in. We would go through revisions. I'd be like, okay, what's all included? What, what do you need to make this task make sense? And it was through the continuous feedback that I was able to refine this really well uh, to the point that projects happen with very little uh, handholding from my end. Um, I just have to assign things and I've built the project out to be so flushed out that the team can just do their work. They can be at their highest self without needing me to shepherd them through the process. That's, that's ultimately my, was my goal when, when I started that project was I wanted content creation to just happen. And I didn't want to have to be involved with it. Was that a greedy, selfish thing on my end? Absolutely, because I'm trying to run a company. I don't really care. And, you know, no offense to my team that was creating those those projects. That, that was their job. Uh, my job was to oversee it and make sure things got done. But I really didn't want to be have to be the person in the weeds and managing the tactical application. I wanted to be able to create a framework craft a vision, inspire my team into motion, and then let, then let them do it. Um, and when team members do make suggestions on changes, you know, take, take, their, take their advice. You know, if it's something that you can implement, it's a quick change, but it makes it make more sense for them, go ahead and do that. Like I said in, in one of our previous episodes, when team members give you feedback and you actually action on it, Dude, you're buying yourself a whole lot of good karma with them, of buy-in from them, and you can cash that check little bits and pieces at a time, and you keep refilling that jar with more money to spend, more, more credit to spend with your team, the more you actually listen to their concerns. And the last thing I'll say is whatever you're asking of them, make sure that it's something that lands on your desk as well. Make sure that you're following what your team is expected to do, especially if we're talking administrative things, uh, reporting, uh, any anything that takes time, your team might not see the benefit of it. You need to be doing that same process as well. Your team is paying attention to you and the team will start to falter if they notice that you're not following through with whatever new process that you implemented. Um, so there you go. There's quick and dirty of getting buy-in from your team. Uh, at the end of end of it all, really, the most important thing, like I said, to remember is use your listening skills um, to get that feedback. Make any changes that are needed. Make sure you're following the process as well. So it's not just some administrative thing on their desk, but it's something that actually impacts your workflow as well. And give them the vision. Give them the why to make them care about this new process and what it will enable the company to do as you grow, reach more people, and ultimately expand your impact. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. In the meantime, I'm Adam Liette from Smooth Operator and Operators Lead the Way. Hey, before you bounce out of here, I have a free strategy session available exclusively for my podcast audience. In this 30-minute phone call, we'll unveil the immediate steps you can take to operationalize your business and put you back in the driver's seat. 
Just go to www.adamliette.com and click start here.